This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, once again, coming from the owner's suite, uh, we were able to pry a guy out of the press box. And we are here today with Matt Sabatis, who is the PR coordinator and the voice or the broadcaster, the voice of the Bowie Bay Sox. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, John? Awesome. Well, you've got a, a rare sort of off day. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. But uh, you are the voice of the Bay Sox now for the third season? Second season. Okay. How did you land the gig? Uh, so I was in the the Eastern League where the Bay Sox play previously, 2021. I was with the Tigers affiliate. They're located up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. Sea Wolves. Uh, yeah, the Sea Wolves. I had uh, I had caught on to that job from from a, an additional colleague that was familiar with their lead broadcaster. They had introduced us, and he offered me the position. I worked there for a season, and then they had recommended me here for Bowie when uh, when the Bay Sox position had opened up. So it's it, a lot of businesses, and this one very very strictly is a lot about who you know a lot of times and about getting getting the good timing. And I I got lucky on both of those parts, but. I'm, I've been very, very grateful to uh, to be here in Bowie after after uh, catching on this way. Well, what's your background? I mean, you've got you've got a vo- you've got a voice for radio, a voice for television. Uh, it's obvious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is that what? You, did you go to school for that? I did. Yeah. So I'm from St. Louis originally. Uh, grew up there, and I went to college there. Uh, I found out. I, I started to realize around late high school, senior year, and then the start of college that that broadcasting in some sense was where I wanted uh, to pursue a career and and sports followed very soon after that fell more toward baseball about halfway through my my time in college uh and then after after I graduated college one of the problems with uh with wanting to jump right into baseball is that usually when you graduate college you're graduating in May and the baseball season's already started at that point. So you usually can't catch on to a full-time job or really even a, a seasonal job at that point. So fortunately I was able to uh, get a role with a, a different uh, division two university out in North Carolina for uh, one school year. And then from there I had jumped into minor league baseball from that point on. So my first my first year in affiliated minor league baseball was with the uh, Philadelphia Phillies AAA affiliate doing just their pre and post game show. Then in 2019, I was in North Carolina again working with a Houston Astros affiliate. 2020, of course, no season because of the pandemic. Right. And then 2021, I was with the Erie Seawolves and then now here with Bowie since. Well, I'll tell you, anybody that follows uh, the Bowie Bay Sox on Facebook, and they should, and uh, Instagram and every place else. I mean, you do a fantastic job as far as the, the pregame coverage. I mean, you, you pretty much do it all. I, I, I do. And that that was something that I've always kind of prided myself on when it comes to when it comes to who I am just as an employee. And it's it's what I kind of presented myself as before I got this job was that I can be more than just the broadcaster in terms of being a a face for the team, a video editor, a graphic designer. I'm I'm very full service in a lot of that ways. And I'm I'm very proud of the the content that I do put out for for our organization uh, when when I do get the chance. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm 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 glad that that little pregame show is is my pet project. It's my baby. I'm I'm glad that it that it looks the way it does. I just wish that 
the 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 computer software that that makes it work would be more cooperative sometimes that's that's really the only problem technology yeah. you got to love it and you got to hate it both at the same time that's for sure now how, i mean so do you live out here now so i i currently live in dc uh i i lucked into a, a relatively cheap apartment when i when i first got my job out here and well you came at the end of covid right uh or, right or be- in- well, right before the start of 2022 so they the the they prices were still were, yeah, from it. yeah. They, but they they were they were back on the come up a little bit in terms of in terms of just the the general prices but but i, I found uh i found a nice place only about five minutes max away from highway 50 so i can just hop onto highway 50 and it just brings me right to the ballpark or i can go straight to annapolis whenever i feel like it it's it's a very nice little middle ground for me because i i like spending time in dc but i also like the the much calmer feel out in annapolis and like i said it's such an easy commute to work at the same time your your midwest roots just came out there when you called it highway 50 it's re- 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 I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get into the whole thing, the bubblers and, yeah, the, and the, yeah. the grinders and the hoagies and everything else. It's kind of funny when you see the different regional dialects that are there. But now, as far as your job, okay, when you come into the stadium, I mean, you're not just here for the two hours of the game. No. Uh, I mean, your day starts well before that and ends uh, well after the team is gone. But as far as, so you are the broadcaster during the game time. So I mean, mm-hmm. you are the voice that we're hearing when we're in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it's got to be challenging to follow that. I mean, I cover Navy football, but not certainly in a broadcast sense. Yeah. And I'm up there, and I'm in awe of some of these radio guys that are that are going. And it's the ESPN guys, of course, they got like three spotters with binoculars. Yeah. They've, they've got yeah. everything which you don't, which you don't have. I mean, how do you keep how do you keep on your feet? Well, it's a lot easier than football. That's that's for certain. Because a lot of times you have to be at least mildly cognizant of all 22 guys on the field when you're when you're watching a football game but uh and and obviously you usually just want to be more mindful of who's got the ball and a lot of times in baseball is the same way because 90 percent of the action is just between the pitcher and the batter and if the batter puts the ball into play, then yeah, that's that's something that you definitely deviate from a little bit and talk about where the ball is going, who who's it involved with. But you don't always necessarily need to be paying as close of attention to say the first baseman if a ball is hit out to left field. And sometimes you do miss stuff when on the rare occasion that something unique happens. But other than that, you're still just it's gotten to the point especially once you do this long enough like i have you just you you, that that little moment of processing in your brain where you're seeing something to saying something that moment decreases and decreases and decreases and just almost vanishes to where you can just see it and just describe it where like as it's happening that's pretty impressive all it's all it takes is just the the reps you just have to keep doing it so you can get that little processing moment shorter and shorter well i I think you look at when you um like when uh who was that that went into the the quarterback that went into the booth and uh, tony romo yeah yeah where where he was he plays it he knows it the repetition he says okay well this is going to happen and this and i imagine that's probably very similar to you not entirely i i mean i suppose when it comes to just watching enough of it because i i'm i'm different in a lot of ways that i didn't really play baseball into high school i kind of stopped around sixth seventh grade i I still followed the sport uh casually but it it wasn't until i kind of got back around to it again in in high school and college watching it that i that i was able to pick up more on it and and i've i've learned more watching it than than i 
probably. Obviously, when I was a kid, I wasn't paying too much attention because I'm a kid. Nobody pays attention when they're a kid. <laughs> but I've I've learned more watching it in my in my adulthood than I did as a kid playing it. So it, it's it, it's been a different path for me specifically. But I've still I, I'm still confident in what I've picked up out of the sport. Yeah. You know? In your career, have you uh, any games or incidents or you know any episodes or anything that stand out? Uh, memorable in terms of in terms of memorable, I'd say the first. So back back when I was working with uh, with the Phillies AAA affiliate, the first full game I did by myself was was very memorable. Because it was it was a home game. It's a very lovely park they have there at Lehigh Valley, uh, and they always draw very well. So I I very much enjoyed that. I'd say 2019. I was working for a team that had uh, begun their inaugural season with a new ballpark. So, so the first game there was big crowd, big event, all all sorts of new things. So that was that was very fun in its own right too. Uh, and then here with Bowie, I think uh, my first Navy night was was very very nice, uh, very good to to finally get to to witness that staple in in minor league baseball and and then lately just uh i'd say that we had a no hitter a few weeks back from uh from three different uh pitchers combined that was the first nine inning no hitter i'd been a part of which was very fun and then yeah in in terms of in terms of fun uh well in terms of memorable experiences i i think that uh those are those are the three that are probably up there okay. in, in terms of fun i i know you had already brought this up to me uh off air but that uh that skunk that had that had invaded <laughs> the field yeah go, the, go, the go look for the video back. on this yeah. this is great yeah that was up in harrisburg right it was yeah so, yeah was that fun for you oh it was yeah <laughs> i was i was glad i caught it right away because like play it stopped a couple of people are looking around and i'm, I'm still looking myself i'm saying well what's like why are we stopped here we're late enough in the game i I don't think it was that relatively close of a game so i just i just said to myself well why are we stopped come on let's let's keep the game moving and then i catch this i I catch the skunk over there and i said oh here we go now we actually have something to talk about so (laughs) so i was able to i i was i was glad i was able to kind of play that off as quickly as it was because that harrisburg is unique that their their ballpark is on a small island in uh in a river that cuts through the the state capital the way it does so there's there's a lot of wildlife that can just that that just inhabit that island and can't go anywhere because it's an island so they're prone to showing up in the in the facility but i'd never seen it happen during the game because obviously there's a lot going on on the field during the game you figured it would frighten them away but i guess not (laughs) there you go ultimately ducked out through the uh center center field field wall. wall yeah that was awesome. Well, you know, an, another video that I did see, and that was dating back a little bit ago, and uh, this, after our conversation for the last 15 minutes or so, may surprise some people, but uh, you do have Asperger's. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you talk about people that have cancer and they kick cancer's ass and everything else. I mean, uh, from everything that I know, which is very limited on that, you've just, the hell with that. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. I, I appreciate that. It's but it's a it's a constant fight that's that's the other problem is that there are there are parts of me that that I'm still not fully able to overcome i'm I'm able to present myself in a in a very professional professional and uh, sociable manner and I, I in the in the in the coverage of the of 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 this previously I made sure 
to to thank my mom for a lot of that because she's a she's a special education teacher by trade. She finally recently retired, and I'm very grateful for for that. But I'm I'm grateful for her and her experience to uh, to to make sure that I could stand on my own two feet uh, once I, once I had gotten to adulthood. So moms rock. Yeah, really, I I love really my good. mom very much. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, I'll tell you, you have uh, kicked ass career wise, and I will say that. Before we wrap it up, what what is your favorite part of this gig? I mean, you said you've, you've got your own little pet project as far as the pregame videos. And what aspect of this job? I mean, and you don't interact too, too much one-on-one with fans just by the nature of the position. I mean, yeah. you're you're in the booth, you have the microphone in your face, or you're out in front yeah. with, a, with a camera in your face. And when the fans come in, you're sort of hidden. Yeah. And what's your, fav- what's your favorite aspect of this job? I, I do enjoy the the concept of of being isolated but also broadcasting in a way that i am talking to everyone one of my one of my uh teachers in college had said when it comes to when it comes to being a play-by-play broadcaster you have to imagine as if you're sitting in the stands with a blind friend of yours you need to describe everything that's happening in the game because your friend obviously can't see you need to walk through each beat and each motion that strictly matters to the game but at the same time you need to be having a friendly conversation because that's your friend you need to be talking with just that person you're not trying to talk to the entire audience you're just talking to your your friend sitting in the stands so that that little aspect of it has always uh has always stuck with me because it lets me just sit and and enjoy the game in the way that i feel like i would enjoy it sitting there and talking with a friend if matt sabatis wasn't here at the Bowie bay Sox. Um, or in sports broadcasting, where would you be? Probably in uh, probably in graphic design or video editing, uh, something okay. along those those lines. Uh, like I, 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 that that's that's the thing. And like I had said earlier, I take a lot of pride in a lot of the, uh, the different kinds of work that I can do. But uh, outside of broadcasting, I feel like those two those two facets are two that I've enjoyed uh, actually like exploring my own creativity and which is kind of the same to broadcasting because you have to be creative in the way that you talk on air in a lot of ways but but yeah i feel like somewhere along those lines what's in the future for you oh hopefully baltimore okay that's it there is that the dream job yeah at the at this point yeah there's one, one of the things that i've tried to avoid in in my career especially in terms of broadcasting is setting a a defined peak of a mountaintop because this is such a niche kind of job that you can't necessarily just focus strictly on one position because it might not it might not ever open up or the the ins and outs to get you to that position might never fall in your favor because it's it's a lot of timing and luck so the major leagues a more broad answer for it yes uh, but at this point with how close I am to it both physically where we were we're located and and in terms of the level and organization i'm working in baltimore seems like the obvious answer so yeah well i'll tell you you know you are kicking ass the fans do appreciate you i appreciate you you, and um as far as uh overcoming dealing with your asperger's is incredibly laudable uh and thank you for being the voice of the bay sox my guess is that you're not going to be here too terribly long uh, and I hope I'm right because I would love to uh, someday, uh, you know, see you calling for maybe maybe it's, maybe it's the Yankees. I have no bad word here <laughs> in town, but that's uh, you know, or, or any major league team. I would love to love to see that and love to hear it. I appreciate that. Thank you. 
This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.